You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Well, good morning and hello, kids. Welcome to episode number 25 of Just a Nibble, the not-quite-daily beaver. For those moments when you still want your beaver grizzly goodness, but just don't have time for a full bite. Today, recording day, is Wednesday, December 7th, 2022, and it will be an unseasonably warm and rainy December day here at the Beaver Lodge, with temperatures again above zero. Like, we're 18 days before Christmas. This is, anyway, it's kind of weird. I'm your host, the Eager Beaver, pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver A, and I'm just delighted that you've joined us for our morning show today. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. It's going to be a short one this morning because Mr. Grizzly has to head into work. Good morning, Kit Linda. Good morning, Kit Elaine. And whoa, Kit Lane, I, I see your news and uh, I'm not going to share it wide because that's yours to share, but uh, oh yeah, I, I mean, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> wow. Well, I hope but you're okay. Wow. Like, wow. Uh, we are sending you all the good vibes. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a, I'm affected. Yes, so uh, I, I I hope uh, ultimately you're doing well or as good as you can be during the circumstances. But wow, um, good. Uh, before we keep going, uh, let's say good morning to our uh, fine friend. Good morning, Mister Grizzly. Good morning, Mister Beaver. How are you this morning? Uh, I am doing well. I see uh, from the comments that you're running on three hours sleep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah little tired today um i uh I, you know what it's weird lately i have not been able to fall asleep um which okay normally i can fall at you know 11 o'clock climb into bed i'm out like a light yeah. uh, and I'll, I'll wake up you know 19 times throughout the night um but uh last night it was like no climbed into bed at 1 a.m and lied there till sometime around two ish and then the alarm went off at five, and I knew it would. And I sort of rolled mm-hmm. over and hit snooze, and then thought, "Oh, what do I have to do today?" You know. And then the the mind started running at a hundred yep. miles an hour. So it's like, uh, okay, I got to get out of bed. I got to take a shower. I got to, uh, you know what? Screw it. I'll just get up and get rolling. So here we are. Good morning. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it was it was a short night for me as well. But um, my my clock is all off. Um, I got a call on Monday from Public Health saying that um, you need to come in for a second monkeypox vaccine. Um, oh. I didn't know they were a series of two, but apparently they discovered along the way it was supposed to be a series of two. So right now I've got a very sore arm because remember last time I had Popeye arm that lasted yeah. like twenty eight days. Yeah, so I'm hoping that won't happen again. Uh, but. Um, it, it hurts. Uh, <laughs> the no shot doubt. Hurt, but uh, the bump hurts. Uh, and um, <clears throat> I heard on the radio the other day that uh, they've changed the name from monkeypox to mpox vaccine. Um, I guess because I'm guessing I didn't read up on it, but you know, monkey has racist overtones. Uh, the way uh, that people tend to be yeah. changing it. But all I've been having in my head is, I was singing that on the bus all the way to go get my shot. Have you ever read the lyrics to that song? Everybody thinks of it this, this you know, bubblegum pop song. Pull the lyrics up and read it. They're going to blow your mind. They were children when they wrote that. Yeah. The lyrics will blow your mind. I, I'm not joking. Yeah. I saw a uh, uh, an acoustic version of it recently, like it just, and it was a slow tempo acoustic version. It hits okay. completely different because you pay attention to the lyrics. It's kind of like, holy crap, that's some mm-hmm. deep stuff, man. Yep, for a bubblegum pop band, deep stuff. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, that's why everybody was thinking that they were going to be like like the next Jonas brother. Well, not the next one, mm. the, as big as the Jonas brothers. And they sort of just came in and just disappeared. Not exactly. Well, no, I followed their no, career on. No, no. But, but, but the thing is they didn't, uh, they've made more money doing it their way than they would have, if they had stuck it out with the record company, because what ah, they gotcha. did was they bought out their record contract. Now they self produce, self promote and sell all their own music. They do corporate events all over the world. These guys are rich beyond your imagination. <laughs> okay, good. They're, smar- just, they're smart kids. You don't kids. hear them on the radio anymore. No, they, and they don't even care. It doesn't matter to them. Radio airplay doesn't get the money. They, yeah. They're like Metric, okay? The great Canadian band Metric. Self-produce, yeah. self-promote. They own everything. It's all theirs. The oh, whole great. shebang is theirs. Own record yeah. company, own own publishing rights, everything. So when they license their music and you hear it in a, in a commercial or at a hockey game, cha-ching. Same thing good. for the Hansons. I wanted, good, good, good. I wanted to say the Hanson brothers because you said the Jonas brothers, but the Hanson brothers yes. are from Slapshot, and that's slightly different. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, there is a lot of news. Holy crap. From all over the place. Uh, where because we only have a little bit of time, we're only going to do surface, no deep dives. Mm-hmm. Um, Can but, I do one uh, quick one just before you get yes, rolling? Absolutely. Women's yes. pro soccer is coming to Canada. Did you see that? Yes. Yes. Uh, Christine yes. Sinclair and former player Diane, Diane Matheson. Matheson. And, yeah. Oh, and by the way, I met Diane Matheson a couple of years ago along with, um, uh, oh my goodness, I see her face, Karina LeBlanc. Yes. Uh, they were in the pub on Friday night. Uh, well, Friday night. I think it was a Friday or Thursday night before Canada Day. And I look out on the patio and I go, isn't that looks like. Anyway, they come around the corner and I'm like, oh my God, Team Canada. And as you know, as I said, celebrities, whatever. I meet them from time to time. I've met prime ministers and, and princesses and uh, prince and, and, and lots of actors and yeah, yeah, tons of musicians. Hey, nice to meet you. you know, Olympic athletes. Different mm-hmm. story. Oh, different story. Different I go, story. Yeah. 
I, I turn into a fanboy because, yep. again, they, they do it for the love of the sport and to represent the country at the highest possible level. But there's, especially in, in you know, especially women, which is a sad thing to say, but especially women's soccer, which is vastly uh, more successful. Uh, I mean, the greatest moment in Canadian soccer history was them winning the gold medal in the Olympics, not Alfonso mm-hmm. Davies scoring a goal in the World Cup. Right. And I'm not taking it away from Mr. Davies. Love the guy. Great guy. Amazing player. But women's soccer is vastly more successful than men's in this country. Absolutely. So when I, you know, meeting somebody like that, it's like, if if I had met Wayne Gretzky, I'd be like, hey, Wayne Gretzky, I met Mario Lemieux, totally chill. Diane Matheson and, and, and Karina LeBlanc, I was, I was starstruck. (laughs) Yep. I'm, I'm, I'm the same thing with Olympic athletes. I met uh, Jeff Christie, who was a loser uh, at Calgary Olympic Park and was like, oh my God, I actually know you. And uh, Cheryl Bernard, uh, when she came to uh, the Ottawa Curling Club once and, you know, she had her Oh yeah. I I met her too, actually. I met her at my buddy's restaurant and she had her silver medal with her oh yeah 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 and i total fanboy yeah i got a photo of it with me holding it and the thing was huge man oh yeah it was yeah they were really huge that year yeah yeah um yeah so yeah i know what you mean yeah the first match is gonna take place in 2025 i believe so a couple years to set up but it appears that they do have the funders and the backers so Mm. hopefully they'll get the audience and good time slots on tv let's hope so let's hope so yeah Okay, so in the news, lots going on. Uh, in the U.S., uh, Raphael Warnock, the senator, uh, won the race, which means that the Republicans have a clear uh, 51-49 majority, which means that they don't need to negotiate with resting Mitch Face. Thank uh, for committee assignments, doesn't mean that they won't be held up for a few months. means that he'll be able to get his appointments through his uh, judges through um and in the house given that uh, the seat lead is only nine uh, it looks like um kevin mccarthy is going to have a really tough time being named the leader because i didn't know this but uh, 218 i think is the majority in the house but when it comes to electing the speaker it's the majority of the votes cast not the majority of the seats okay so if people don't show up or don't vote it's only over the number of votes. Right. And there's a lot of people in the party that don't want to vote for him. Yeah. So uh, he might not, yeah, he might not get his bid. And uh, it looks, it even though possibly it looks like, you know, there's going to be lots of shenanigans and whatnot, because it seems that Kevin McCarthy gave uh, uh, disaster Taylor Green a gavel of some kind. So they're going to do all this type of, you know, look into Hunter Biden and all that kind of stuff. Um, Joe Biden, who has actually passed a lot of legislation yes. um, in the first two years, might actually have an easier time passing legislation this time around, even though he doesn't control the House, um, because there's a lot of people in the Republican Party that are looking to ditch Ronald Rump Roast. And with Warnock uh, winning and Walker losing, that's yet another you know, nail in his coffin, mm-hmm. uh, added to uh, the Trump organization being found guilty on all 17 charges for tax fraud in New York yesterday. Now, of course, this doesn't affect him personally because apparently things are organized in such a way that everybody in the company is taking the fall except for him, uh, right? 
So it doesn't affect him personally, but uh, could affect the company. And uh, there's still the civil trial and whether or not there'll be criminal charges later on out of that. But he's just, he's taken a lot of hits lately and a lot of people are pulling that ripcord saying, you know, we're going to cut bait. So um, to be expected, he calls McCarthy, my Kevin. So <laughs> that also doesn't help him. Uh, so anyway, that news uh, brought me some joy. Uh, a little bit. And, yeah, and then in Ontario, uh, Merritt Stiles has been named by acclamation the leader of the New Democratic Party. Um, I've always liked awesome. her. Yeah. I've seen her on TV for a long time. Um, I think, well, I mean, she's always had a lot of potential, and now she's got the position to do it. I think that she might actually do some good things and give... Uh, dofo a bit of a rough ride uh but interestingly enough provincially for the ndp that's now two acclamations because in british columbia we haven't talked about it on the show but david eby um who's about to swear in his cabinet soon uh was acclaimed as well as leader of the bc ndp because john horgan left because of illness uh and uh, there was somebody running against him uh but uh, she got uh, disqualified for not having allegedly broken the rule she says she didn't but um so that's uh not quite sure what's going on with the ndp mm -hmm. but uh know. we'll see what happens there well i, um, I have great hopes for Merritt styles uh, she's a, a lovely woman from uh st john's newfoundland growing up in uh, long pond and logie bay um she's only a year younger than i but she looks a lot younger than i <laughs> i know we're not supposed to say these things i know She's a gorgeous woman. She is. I know we're not supposed to say it. I know. I know. Well, it, it doesn't I, matter in politics, but wow, she's a beautiful woman. But she's a beautiful woman, and uh, and her her speaking style is very warm and welcoming. Yes. Well, that I, that's look. That's the East Coast. That's the Newfoundlander. That's you know, uh, for those of us who have ever lived in that part of the country, and I did. My mother's from New Brunswick, and I've I've lived in New Brunswick and in Newfoundland, and spent a lot of time in Nova Scotia. There's just a warm, welcoming spirit from from folks from that part of the country, and anybody in Fort McMurray would know that. Yeah, <laughs> because it's a lot of Newfoundlanders yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, she radiates kindness. She has. Mm -hmm. uh, I, uh, there's a feature in people I noticed: kind eyes. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, she has very kind eyes. So I love I love seeing her on TV. I love listening to her. I've got time all day long for what she has to say. Um, so fingers crossed, hope, right? Right. Yeah, that we finally have some opposition in this province because yeah. needed. Holy crap! I have a good feeling she'll she'll uh, put up the Dukes to take on old Dofo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in in oh Indonesia, shit! I forgot to pay my phone bill. <laughs> Oh, no. I <laughs> just got a text that going, hey, dude, we suspended your account because you didn't pay it. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll pay it. I'll pay it when we finish this. I, I can afford it. I just forgot. Yeah. And Indonesia, they seem to pass a weird bill uh, banning, uh, in, uh, well, sex out of marriage. Of what? Any kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They revised their penal code uh, to criminalize extramarital sex for citizens and visiting foreigners alike. Uh, and then added a couple of other things as well. I think that, uh, you know, like, uh, promotion of contraception is illegal. Religious blasphemy is illegal. Criticizing the 
president, insulting the president and vice president, states, institutions, and national ideology, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Um, now, on the premarital, premarital, premarital sex thing, it seems that the complaint must be made by either uh, a member of the family, the spouse, parents, or children. So it's not like you can go and rat on your neighbor. Uh, so people are wondering if it'll be sort of like a Las Vegas type thing, you know, yeah. what stays in what, but uh, it's also very um, disheartening for the LGBTQ community in uh, Indonesia, because since you can't get married, they decriminalized homosexuality way back, like in 1933, apparently oh, wow. over there. Yeah. But um because you can't get married, then there's no way to have sex because it's all extramarital sex. Yeah. Um, so um, the last time uh, they tried this, apparently there was uh, great protests in Indonesia. So we don't know if that's going to happen again and they had to back down. But uh, yeah, it looks like they're trying it again. Uh, in China, uh, it seems that the protests have worked. Uh, the Chinese government is uh, cutting down um, some of their uh, measures. Yes, Apparently I saw that. Now, lockdowns will not be whole neighborhoods or whatnot, but uh, floors in buildings or just buildings on their own. Are they going to uh, lock them in the rooms? Because you know they've done that, right? Like there was a building yeah. that burnt because, and, and people died because they were locked, like physically, they couldn't leave their apartment. Yep. They yep. barricaded the doors. Yeah, they're apparently still going to do that, but not entire neighborhoods now, like okay. individual buildings or floors on buildings. And for uh, any Freedom Convoy people who might be watching or listening, hate watching or hate listening, that's a lockdown. Yeah. We didn't and, have that. And they didn't need to get violent or occupy, right? They well, they, they had some protests where they threw stuff at police, which was an absolute shock, but they didn't occupy a city. Yeah, but most of the things were like standing there quietly with blank sheets of paper, yes. white paper. Yes. Right? So, um, uh, but yeah, and, uh, apparently, uh, people will now be able to isolate at home because they were isolating in field hospitals that were not clean and all that kind of stuff. So some movement there, uh, mm -hmm. but, uh, China is going through its worst, uh, COVID infection period of the entire pandemic at the moment. So yes, it's a little on the frightening may, side. Yeah. So that may be, a tricky for them to uh, uh, manage loosening uh, restrictions while uh, things are growing. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Um, and then in uh, Germany, uh, <laughs> there are 25 arrested on suspicion of planning an armed coup. Yesterday, I woke up this morning listening to the news. So uh, according to NPR, uh, thousands of police carried out a series of raids across mustard Germany on Wednesday against suspected far-right extremists who allegedly sought to overthrow the state in an armed coup. Federal prosecutors said some 3,000 officers conducted searches at 130 sites in 11 of Germany's 16 states against adherents of the so-called Reich Citizens Movement. Some members of the group rejecting Germany's post-war constitution have called for the overthrow of government. 22 German citizens were detained on suspicion of membership in a terrorist organization. Three other people, including a Russian citizen, are suspected of supporting the organization. Uh, so... Um, that sends a chill. A little bit. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, I mean, I know why, but like when it's Germany, it sends a bigger chill. Yeah. This is like home base. 
So, yeah. So there was a, a book I read. Uh, it's like a, it looks like it's a children's book. I can't remember. I think it's called Bunderbar or something like that. But I had to do it. But it's basically, it looks like a children's thing, but it's basically a tale about this type of movement, Nazism, like this. And it's basically a cautionary tale. It looks like a children's story. It has like children, like children's illustrations, but it's basically, you know, warning that this thing never, never really goes away. It just goes underground for a while. We're just waiting for the right moment to pop up again. Right. And you always must be like, you know, worried about Bundarbar, who's <laughs> supposed to be this character. So uh, I've kept on looking for it on the web after I saw it and I can't, I can't, I don't have the title right, so I can never bring it up. Um, but there's lots of opportunities to talk about that. <laughs> and, uh, and I just can never find the appropriate reference. So if anybody happens to know it, uh, please let us know. Something, um, something we should uh, drop on the folks, for those of you who might not be aware, uh, the Trump Organization has been found guilty on 17 counts, including a scheme to defraud, conspiracy, criminal tax fraud, and falsifying business records. And who authorized the criminal tax fraud? Donald Trump himself. Himself, yep. Which is uh, what we mentioned at the top of the show. Uh, and so that is leading people to think that maybe, maybe eventually uh, something will come up to him. But so far he's completely unscathed and untouched. The Teflon Don, eh? Yep, yep. Um, the Auditor General of Canada released two reports on the federal government's uh, COVID measures, uh, and she came to the conclusion that uh, the measures were effective in mm -hmm. terms of getting money out quickly and in terms of vaccine purchases. Um, she mentioned that given the global scramble, the federal government's strategy of purchasing all it could get from different places and different sources was actually the right one. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, uh, not particularly efficient, so effective, but not efficient, uh, which the conservatives, of course... That was expected, yeah, though. Well, exactly. But the, what's the conservatives are all over. Of course. Um, of course, you know, our government told us from second one... Mm -hmm. Right, particularly on aid to people, uh, that you know there was going to be a lot of uh, things that would slip through the cracks, and that they would try to recoup. Uh, the auditor general seems uh, not too impressed with uh, efforts to recoup at the moment. But uh, Minister Carla Qualtrough uh, mentioned, uh, basically said, "Don't mistake our lack of aggressivity as being a lack of determination, uh, just because you know, well, with inflation and whatnot, people mm -hmm. are going through a lot, so, so they people don't are want suffering." To. Yeah. Yeah, they well, don't want to be too hard-assed about what, it. What's the old saying? Uh, um, a conservative uh, won't... Okay, between... The, they said that the old saying is the difference between a liberal, and I don't mean a liberal party member, I mean a liberal thinking, right. because it was an American Small who level. came up with this. Uh, uh, the difference between a liberal and a conservative is this. A liberal will feed everybody, including those who don't, who aren't hungry. A conservative right. will feed nobody because, oh my goodness, some people who don't need it might get it. Right. So, right. you know, they'll let everybody suffer because a few people might not be suffering. Right. And it's like, right, right from the get-go, it was like, look, and even all of my, my cigar, Scotch and Cigar Club buddies all said the same thing. They did the right thing. We know there's going to be mistakes. We know it. But people can't work. There are people that live paycheck to paycheck and mm -hmm. if you've got no money coming in, you can't pay your bills. So right. they had to do this. We knew there was going to be mistakes. 
but they oh, yeah, did absolutely. the right thing. It saved lives, including many who were here protesting and occupying my city for three weeks. Mm. Every, I'll bet you, how many of them received CERB, right? Right. Or SUS right. or one of the programs? Right. Now, the thing that's really sticking in micro, however, is you've got all these independent media types and conservatives going around like, 24 billion. Gee, that could have been spent on childcare, daycare, dental care. Whatever. Like, <laughs> like they'd like, spend a nickel but on But you that. wouldn't have spent it if you had it. You would not have spent it. You would have opposed that kicking and screaming along the way. You were opposing the money being spent in the first place and said we spent it for too long. And what did so their leaders like, say? Yeah. We're conservatives. We don't believe in those sorts of things, big government spending programs. Right. So it's like, but here they are, like going, it's like, gee, all that money could have been spent on good things. Like, but you don't believe in spending money yeah, on good not, things. So it's like right. this, just, but it's just the hypocrisy. The hypocrisy. Oh my God. Like, just the utter shamelessness. Um, so anyway, hopefully over the next few days, I'll be able to do more research and all that stuff and bring you a little more stuff that's in depth on that. And uh, there was one other thing that happened yesterday, Mr. Grizzly. If you'd like to do a share screen. Yes. Uh, this, this is going to be a little rough for a few folks, so we'll give you a bit of a trigger warning on this. You ready? Yep. Go ahead. I'm a female reporter, and I have been receiving death threats for months now. My DMs, my replies on Twitter, my emails, this is what they look like every day. And it's not just me. People are targeting female and especially women of color journalists trying to silence our voices. Myself and my colleagues, Erica and Saba, have been on the receiving end of these for months and we've reported it to the police and so far nothing has happened. Meanwhile, we've been told that our photos were plastered to the wall of a garage and they were deciding which one of us they wanted to kill. And we're told that we're being stalked and I don't feel safe leaving my house anymore. Every day it's like this, every day. When right-wing influencers talk about me, I get another one. There is racist, misogynistic, disgusting, and threatening language in all of them. And our only crime is doing journalism. Free press is under attack. And people need to pay attention and do something about it. Or one of us will get killed. That was uh, Global's Rachel Gilmore. And uh, she's talking about herself and uh, Erica Eiffel from the mm -hmm. Hill Times. And I'm going to pronounce the name wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, Saba Isataz mm -hmm, from mm -hmm. the Toronto Star. Uh, but they're not the only ones. They're not the no, only ones. No, no, they're not. Um, this there's a little bit of, is, there's some hypocrisy in there, but I'm not going to get into it. Not going to get into it. Not okay. today. Uh, but we, you and I can discuss it later. But I'm just, okay. you know. But yes, yeah. but 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 what's happening is wrong on a hundred different levels. Yeah, um, we need to demand better. Uh, no one should be threatened uh, for simply going in and doing their job. It was wrong during COVID when people were going up to people and spitting on them and yelling mm -hmm. at them. Mm -hmm. It's wrong, uh, especially you know when you're doing journalism you're bringing information to the people you are providing a public service All right this is completely unacceptable as a nation we need to rally we need to stand shoulder to shoulder mm -hmm. with these journalists and we need to demand better we need to demand tougher laws we need to demand enforcement we need to demand actual investigation um you know, and, and not just the slip service. Oh, yeah, we're looking at it. And, you know, and then we never get back to them. Like, 
we, there's a thing in public relations where you not only have to be doing the thing, you need to be seen as doing the thing. And right now we're not seeing anybody doing the thing. Right. Um, so, um, uh, Mr. Grizzly on our behalf, I have reached out, uh, to Rachel and to Saba, um, okay. not to Erica yet. Uh, and, uh, you know, told them anything that we can do to help. And if they can use our platform in any way, we'd be happy to have them. Um, they thanked us for the offer, uh, but, and, and they're considering it and that stuff, but it's, um, every time they come out and do something like this, it just brings attention to them. And then they yeah. just invite more of this. I know. So, um, but that's the thing is that bring the hate our way. I think I can handle it. Well, no, I don't want to bring the hate our way. I just don't that, that want was sarcasm. That was sarcasm. Yeah, I know that, but it's, no, I don't want the hate either. I don't want to see anybody threatened or, 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 uh, you know, it's like you can see Rachel in that, in that clip. I mean, she is troubled by this. It's getting to her on, on an emotional level. I mean, she's deeply affected by this and who wouldn't be trying to do your job and you're getting threatened, death threats on a regular basis. Like my goodness. That would affect everyone. And if you say it wouldn't affect you, you're lying. Right. Or you're you're lying to yourself. Right. And it's sort of like, you know, if you're afraid to leave your home and then you start worrying about what it is that you're going to say and start self-censoring and self-editing yourself so you don't write that or publish that or say that or soften things. Can't do your job. Uh, Right. The job is to speak and report truth, even if it's unflattering. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So I'm... And it's often unflattering. Yeah. This more than disturbs me. Like, I am crestfallen. I'm heartbroken. I mm-hmm. am I'm angry. I am angry. This should not be happening. Yes. And like I said, we need to demand more. We need to raise our voices. Raise our voices. And particularly, this coming up yesterday... Right, because December six, right, the National Day of Remembrance on yeah. Violence Against Women, Polytechnique, um, those fourteen women that basically got mowed down for committing the cardinal sin of attempting to get an education while having a vagina. Well, and 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 <laughs> let's not forget, he singled them out. He separated the classroom, and then fired a couple of shots into the ceiling, sent the men out of the room, and then um, murdered those women in cold blood. That's what took place. I remember it yesterday, like it was yesterday. I mean, I was, I was at work and I was, you know, what was I, 21 years old at the time? Uh, going on 22, very young boy, really. Yeah. But, but I remember it. I was a, you know, fully fledged adult, legal to vote, yeah. legal to drink, legal to serve in the military. I remember it well. Um, I remember watching the, the reports rolling in because at the time I was, you know, Selling TVs, <laughs> literally. I worked for a, a long defunct company, but selling stereos and TVs and stuff. You know, I've always kind of been in the AV world, right? Um, mm-hmm. In one way or another. But yeah, I remember that like it was yesterday. And it was, people were pouring into the store. We had it on every channel. We had the volume up. We weren't selling anything. People were just sitting there with jaws agape, trying to figure out what the hell was happening in this country. Yeah. It was not something we'd seen before. And right. thankfully, we haven't seen it too many times since. 
we're not going to talk gun control because we don't have time to get into that debate. But, you know, yeah. thankfully, we've not seen it a whole lot since that time. But it's still a troublesome thing. This was a man on a mission to murder women. And that's what he did. Period. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, this morning, again on the news, I heard that uh, uh, the four indigenous women in the Winnipeg area uh, who were taken out and uh, left in a dumpster, mm-hmm. like a city dump and whatnot, uh, the police and whatnot have decided that they are not going to be looking for their bodies. Yes. After all, because they say there are safety concerns and all that type of stuff. And their families and friends are now going, well, if you're not going to do it, we are. So, yes. I mean, we're just... We're just, a garbage dump is not an appropriate burial site. No, no, it is not. Um, and it, it sends a, 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 a terrible message to the indigenous community. You don't matter right? enough for us to bother looking is what they're saying. They said it without saying those exact words. It's uh, actions speak louder than words sometimes. And this inaction and the statement of it's dangerous, so we're not going to do it. What was the other one I heard? Oh, there's no possibility of recovering anything? Really? Yeah. You know what else is dangerous? Being an indigenous woman. No kidding. (laughs) Well, being a woman is dangerous. Being a woman, yeah. Being an indigenous woman is even more dangerous in this country. So, um, yeah. Um, Do we have a show, Mr. Grizzly? Yes, we do, because I, uh, uh, regrettably, I have to roll into the office. But we'll have more time on Friday, promise, because I'm working from home on Friday. This Friday, I don't have to go into the office, thankfully. So we'll be able to spend a little bit more time, because I can do this and do my job at the same time. I can multitask. Ladies, Mm -hmm. I can multitask. (laughs) I am Batman. Oh man, someday. <laughs> Some days, kids, I wonder if this is, uh, you know, uh, curating the news and talking to you or whether or not this is, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm looking for a date. <laughs> I'm always looking for a date. Come on, who's kidding who? I'm not, I'm not flirting. Uh, I'm not overtly flirting with any of the viewers or listeners, okay? I just, let me put that forward. It's it's a tongue-in-cheek commentary on my part. But yes, I'm always looking for a date. That's true. That's true. Like, why lie, right? He's a very nice man. <laughs> He's a catch. Well, uh, there's always this. Uh, there we go. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Uh, I like this picture it's... better, though, because the, the, the sunlight, the way it just hits us, it's better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and don't forget to salute uh, our queen. Yes, yes. All hail, Queen Beaver. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Some did, like, you know, on days like this, I actually wish I was queen. Because mm. I would be passing a whole bunch of edicts. Yeah, uh, and and let's face it, you could do a lot of good if that was the case. Um, you really could. Oh, I, I need to share a, a photo here. I'm going to put this up. This is this is from around this time last year. Let's see if you remember this. Okay, I'm waiting. I'm just waiting for it to load here. Okay, come on, there it is. This around this time last year when I went to K Town to visit you. You remember this photo? Yes. That's about what? Yes, it was for my play. Yeah, it was about, what, 1 a.m. on, uh, yep. on uh, 
was it Princess Street? We're at the at the Toucan. We just came um, out of the Toucan. Yeah, on Princess Street. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me beardless, oh. obviously. <laughs> yeah, and I still got the stage makeup, as you can see. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah, oh, that's a good that photo. Was a that was a good time. Was, yeah, that was it was a good time. It was time. a good show, and it was a good time. Yeah, we did get there a little late, unfortunately, because um, tr- uh, we we had to leaving. The, we didn't get to leave Ottawa at the time we had initially planned, so I think we showed up about fifteen minutes late. But hey, better late than never, right? Right, right. Oh, I loved doing that show. I wish I could still. We we got cut short, eh? Yes, yeah. Because be, the yeah, there was another wave. wave yeah, another, yeah. yeah. I was just like, oh, but that was such a good show. I was having such a good time with that one. <laughs> it's very rare that you get a show where you get to chew up all the scenery all the time <laughs> yeah and you were you were in every single scene um i'm going to throw up one more photo but this is uh to get people into the wintry christmas time spirit this is a, a photo from a few years ago i took after a snowstorm Ooh. but i kind of like i did like i did a a focus pull thing on it so yeah, it just that's great i thought it looked yeah and the, that's the, all, all, the only thing i did was mess with the focus right so you, you that was it. Other than that, everything else in that is 100% authentic. I didn't touch the lighting or anything. I just did the focus thing to just kind of make it co- look cool like that. So I thought, you know, throw that up, put us into the Christmassy spirit. Beautiful shot. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. That was with a phone too, right? <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I, 99, 99% of the stuff I throw up is uh, via a phone camera because it's, I always have it with me, right? Right. I don't always have my camera with me. So yeah. Anyway. Great um, shots. Thank you. Uh, great thank background you. today. Like oh, you that. like that? Yeah. Well, uh, let's. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll pull us down so everybody can see the background fully. Just a sec, folks. It's a gorgeous shot. Yeah, it's that was from a, from that was from a couple of years ago uh, I, when I was working on Parliament Hill at the West Block. While it was, uh, I was came out. and I go, oh, the lights are lights are up. So I just went out and took a couple of shots, and I thought, you know, it's Christmassy. Let's go with a Christmassy theme. I mean, we are December seventh. Oh, yeah. speaking of, two things I need to mention quickly. Yesterday, December 6th, was the uh, birthdays of both Randy Rhodes, former guitar player for the Ozzy Osbourne Band and uh, the original Quiet Riot guitarist, and Dave Brubeck. It was also his birthday Ooh. yesterday. And December 7th, 1941, 82, 81 years ago today, was when the uh, attack on Pearl Harbor took place. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, and in less historical news, but, uh, at the people's choice awards yesterday, uh, um, oh, Ryan, uh, ah, darn, how Gosling? did I forget his name? No, the other one. Reynolds? Yes. Ryan Reynolds and Shania Twain, both won icon awards. Fantastic. Uh, so, so there you go. Um, well, kids, that's the end of this episode of Just a Nibble, the Not Quite Daily Beaver, and you got a couple of a bonus extra minutes there. We hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you, because democracy is something you do. Uh, please uh, give to uh, Rose Blanche, I believe is the name of the organization, um, That uh, that's in commemoration of uh, the Polytechnic um, Massacre. Um, so it's a, uh, I, I believe it is roseblanche.ca, R-O-S-E-B-L-A-N-C-H-E. Oh, it was also the um, anniversary of the Halifax explosion yesterday too. Oh. Yeah. December 6th is a pretty significant day. Uh, thank, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Reeve, for pointing that out. It, and you know what? It's just so much, so much news yesterday. I couldn't remember everything, <laughs> and and I did. Mem- I remember reading about that uh, yesterday. Yeah, it was one hundred and one hundred and third or hundred. Was it December seventh, uh, December sixth, nineteen seventeen, 
1918. I thought it was 17. I can't recall. I'm off the top of my head. I do not know. So I cannot help you with that. Unfortunately. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, we've got to wrap it up. I got to run. I got to get to work. I'm going to be late. Yeah. So it's, it's roseblanche.org. O-R-G. Sorry, not C-A. Um, if uh, you're uh, planning uh, to Blanche. give a handout for that. Yeah. As in white. Rose. Roseblanche.ca. Uh, no, dot org. Dot org. I sorry, you put just... it in there for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, if you really like this podcast, you could find us on the Dean Bloodmail Network as well as anywhere you get all your podcasts featuring a grizzly bear and a beaver. Please share the podcast, and we love your feedback. We're on Facebook, Twitter at True Eager, and our email is TrueNorthEagerBeaver at gmail You can subscribe to us uh, via Podpage, podpage.com slash the True North Eager Beaver with a hyphen between each one of those words, or donate to our chip jar at Coffee ko-fi.com slash eagerbeaver and if you want some seasonal Christmas teas or Mr. Grizzly Civics teas you can get them at deanblundell.square.site slash s slash shop so that you can get some fabulous for the season from the Beaver Lodge this is your eager beaver saying until next time dear kids it could be a tough world out there can really be a tough world out there as today has shown so please be kind to and yeah. gentle with yourself and mr grizzly some words of wisdom oh good morning kit hugh nice to see you uh my words of wisdom um uh, gratitude gratitude uh gratitude gratitude express your gratitude for everything that you have even sometimes the bad things they help make you who you are we're sending our best wishes uh, wishes uh and uh positive vibes out to to elaine and hopefully everything works out well for her today. She's going through some stuff. Um, it's in the chat, but it's not on every single channel, so I'm not going to broadcast it more than that. Yep, just send some love. Send some love. And and as I put in the Chiron earlier, happy hump day. Let's do some good in this world today. Yep. Um, two quick little things before we go uh, for the kids who are interested. Uh, the Melos concert, uh, the choral concert, which I'm a part of, is now available uh, for download, uh, purchase for $15 uh, from December 6th, which was yesterday up until the 16th. It's only $15. It's really worth it. So just cool. go to uh, melos-earlymusic.org. And uh, darn, I forgot what the other thing was. Damn. Um, Must anyway, have been a lie. Uh, no, it wasn't a lie. It was kind of important, but it slipped my mind. Um, but there you go, kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Roll the credits, Mr. Grizzly, and maybe I'll remember the other True plan. North Eager Beaver podcast is an Eager Beaver Mr. Grizzly collaboration. Research, story, and guest curation, and copy written by the Eager Beaver. Recording, production, editing, and additional research by Mr. Grizzly. Music courtesy of Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. Once again, thank you to our founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Misfee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and CanadianTarot.com. And thank you to Pete Jarvis for our artwork. We love it. Kits, we'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Take care. I couldn't remember what the other thing was, so hopefully I'll have it for the next show. <laughs> All right. Got to go. Bye, kids. Bye. Mwah. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, 
Hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.